Hello again. Are you missed us? We're back. The Franchise Tag Podcast. It is us. We are back. We are back live. The first one we've done live for a very long time. So expect a lot of, of, of silliness, a lot of cameras cutting out, Wi-Fi going down, us forgetting things. It's been a long summer, but it's coming to a close and the NFL season is drawing ever closer. The preseason is fully under, underway. Lots of things are happening in the NFL and we are here to talk about it. We're going to be doing four shows before the season starts doing previewing all of the divisions going to do obviously today is the AFC East and the NFC East and then obviously we're going to do the West and the South and then the North as well we'll be kicking off with lots of shows we'll be having this show back on your airwaves this year we're gonna have the fantasy show back we're gonna have the Sunday preview show if we can do it and try and negotiate it and trying to find the time because as you know it is a very busy time year the NFL year we've got the NFL London games and of course we've got the Super Bowl to look forward to in February. We cannot wait. It's going to be a big season. Welcome back, Andrew. Welcome back, Adam. Welcome to the team, Gareth, who, though is new to our camera and to our show, to me and Adam, he is not. He's been a very good friend to us, a very, very solid Philadelphia Eagles fan. And now we're talking about the NFC East today. It might be some fireworks between Andrew and Gareth tonight. But leave your mitts on the floor, Joshua and the Ukrainian will be fine in the weekend. So we, that'll be the fight you want to see. You don't want to see these two scraps. So don't worry about it. Again, thank you for all the support this summer. We're back again, guys. And we might as well kick it off. NFC East talk straight out of the bat. I mean, we'll go to Adam firstly because he's not an NFC, uh, NFC East supporter. Um, it's an interesting division this year, Adam. A lot, of, a lot of things have happened in the NFL. And a few things have happened in this division. The Eagles, the Cowboys... We've got the Giants. We've got the Commanders. That's something we're going to have to get used to this year. What can you expect from the NFC East? Oh, have you stopped talking? Oh, it's going to... Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's been so long. I thought we were never going to get to it. Uh, the, NFC, <laughs> the NFC East, I think, I think there's going to be a, a... Well, there always is a change, isn't there? The winner never wins it the next year. That's how it works in this division. It's, uh, there's one team. There's one team you've got to look out for this year and the rest of them are all a bit meh. And much as it pains me to say it, I think it, it may well be them Eagles. So, you know, Gareth is going to be a happy bunny. Um, yeah. I get confused I, when you compliment the Eagles, Adam. Uh, it's been, I've known you a long while and I think yeah. this is probably the first time I've ever heard you say nice things. Yeah, yeah, you, you, should, you should be confused. Boy. Sorry? It started last year. The love for the Eagles started to shine through for him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is weird. But I, I just, um, I mean, if you want to start on the Eagles, I, I just feel like they've, uh, I feel like they're doing all the right things. I feel like Harry Roseman's doing all the right things, which is, is weird because uh, the Eagles don't normally do that. But um, yeah, it just, you know, they've got a decent O-line, one of the best in the league. They've got a great run game, which we saw last year. And, uh, yeah, I, I just can't help but feel that it's probably going to carry on. Um, they've brought in AJ Brown, so they've got themselves a really good wide receiver now. And, uh, yeah, I, I just they're, – they're stacked in multiple areas. So I think that they're definitely one to look out for. Might not surprise you 100% agree with what you're saying. <laughs> um, I definitely think the Eagles obviously are the side – to beat this year I don't think you can count out Dallas just because they are a very good team still they're not as strong as last year I think losing Amari Cooper 
is a big player to be losing. Um, the commanders, I think the main problem they've got is, unfortunately, quarterback situation. Um, as much as I hope, Wentz turns a corner, not against us, but just because the just the, the player that he was when he first broke through with the Eagles, it just seems that those injuries, sadly, I think have affected his confidence, affected who he is, and then going to the Colts and then that not working out. I think that for him, I think that he's just sadly not the man to lead a team moving forward. And then, yeah, it, is there any point really talking about the Giants, in all honesty? Um, don't get me wrong, I think I did quite like their draft this year. I thought uh, I'm going to have to double-check my spelling on it. I think uh, Tribodeau, I thought, was a very, very shrewd um, draft pick. Um, but again, as I said, with the commanders, their problem is quarterback. The exact same thing can be said with the Giants. I think that um, Daniel Jones, is he a elite quarterback or is he not? And I think it's fairly obvious at this point what he is. Um, but yeah. I'm going to give definitely Andrew a moment to react in a second. Cave on Thibodeau for the haters on him. Andrew was behind him day one. Thibodeau, Evan Neal, first round, first round draft picks in the top 10. Andrew, I didn't think they were going to ever come on to the Giants. Adam, Adam talked about the Cowboys. He talked about the Eagles. Gareth talked about the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Commanders, and then just briefly, briefly mentioned that other team in New Jersey. I mean, the, the people are not confident on Daniel Jones, Andrew. You know that. I think you've accepted that. But we couldn't. We can expect some exciting things from this team this year, right? Yeah, I mean, they've got some nice pieces on the team. They're not completely um, shot with what they've got. If Saquon can um, get back to his normal form, then he's a nice piece. Golladay, again, another guy that we've seen greatness from in, in, in the past, if he can get up to up to the standard. And again, we've, we've seen some nice stuff from uh, Kadarius Tony as well. So, you know, we've got some nice pieces uh, in that team. And when I, th I think Gareth kind of lost the plot, I mean, who, who would ever use elite and Daniel Jones in the same sentence? There's probably only, what, five elite I said he's definitely not elite. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's only like five elite quarterbacks in the whole league. We, we definitely know Daniel Jones isn't one of them. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, we, we, we've, um, <clears throat> we, we haven't really done anything in our rebuild since Eli left. I know that's like four years. But we finally now got a different management team. We finally got uh, a different head coach. We finally got like a whole new coaching staff. So I think there's things to get excited about at the Giants. Uh, and those things aren't qualifying for the playoffs for the fans, I don't think. I think as a realistic, optimistic fan, I think um, there's some nice things there. I'd also go as far to say, I don't think Daniel Jones can move us to the next level. And for me, I... I personally might probably would go in for Jimmy G. I mean, uh, we lack we lack we lack a leader, and Daniel Jones isn't a leader. So that's that's breaking know. news from your mouth because you have. I was going to say Adam loves Jimmy G. Any of us ever? You have never said. You know what, Jimmy G? I'd go for him at this point. I'd go for him. That you've really turned a corner here. What? So so. So I know, I know preseason's preseason, and I know like it doesn't mean a lot. I know you guys don't care about it, but I, I watch it, I pay attention to it, I follow the training camps, and Dayball has I haven't seen 
Daniel Jones do anything other than, well, that looks all right. Um, you know, we saw we saw Malik Willis uh, for for the the Titans in a preseason game. He looked great. He did some. You saw him throw a bomb down the field. You saw him use his legs. From Daniel Jones, I'm just seeing. Oh, that was all right. Mm. And that's just that's just not. It's just not really um, for me. Uh, and I just think that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would. What are we losing by taking him on and putting a leader in there? We've got a lot of youngsters, a lot of youngsters, and he's a leader. I've always said you can go back and listen to previous shows. I like Jimmy G as a leader. He's not like the greatest quarterback. He's not going to light up the world, but he's a leader, and that's what we need on the field because we've now got it off the field. So I think that's the area for us. I, I do have to ask on that. Um, I, I, ju I just don't see the point. Like, I, I don't get what the point of that is. I, I kind of feel like... Because when it came to going through the Giants and what they've done in the off-season, I was actually like, you look at it, and I feel like they're doing the right thing. You know, they've brought in Dayball. Great. They've drafted well. They've brought, you know, two great first-round picks with Evan Neal and, and Kayvon Thibodeau. Saquon is fit. Kadarius Tony is still there. I kind of think that, you know, these are all good things. So it's not the end of the world, but there is a limit to what can be done this season. I kind of feel like, to me, what would make sense is almost like coming the finish in the top 10 for the draft and pick up a, a good quarterback coming out of college. I just fear that if that's the case, we could go down the route of the Bears rather down the route mm. of like the, the Rams where you're going to end up having those people that you've got on one year contracts, having those experienced veterans that are going to, that we lost a couple of them uh, last year and this year. And we've had a good defense last year. And we've lost pieces from it. Yeah, we brought in some good youngsters. And I just fear that if we just have a bad season and draft in a rookie, who else are we going to lose? Who else isn't going to buy in? And then have we just got a great rookie running around with with no no pieces? Um, and I just think as as a bridge gap, Jimmy G might might be able to do some. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. What have we lost? Nothing. Depends what you give up to get Jimmy G. That's the problem, I think, because teams have in the past gone for these like quarterbacks. Like, for example, you mentioned the Bears there. They how many quarterbacks did they try where they're experienced quarterbacks as well as the rookies? They tried everything. They went for a Super Bowl winning MVP, hoping that would work out, and that didn't. And it's all about how much he costs, because the problem the Bears did was they literally would give up the kitchen sink and everything in between to sign whatever the latest quarterback is they're going to have. Um, and I think that's part of the problem you've got to have is if you do go for Jimmy G, it can't be for selling your future to get it. Because at the moment, your future needs to be built through the draft and good free agency. Like, to be honest, we've don't get me wrong, I don't think we've ever really had a truly bad run. As Eagles, don't get me wrong, we had a couple of years where it wasn't amazing. But it's about making sure you use, do things correctly. Like, for example, this year we went into it with a lot of draft capital and then we didn't really come out with a lot of first-round draft players because we ended up tra training for, I think, what uh, Freddie, I was speaking to you all night that night, that when we got AJ Brown, I was a little bit excited um, just seeing that move come out of the air. And it's about when you are doing these, like, retooling retool instead of rebuilding, in effect, 
because I know a lot of teams don't like the words rebuilding, they prefer the word retooling instead. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure that you don't give up the house to have a short-term solution. Mm. And that's the problem you're going to have potentially. Yeah. I mean, equally, we, we need people to buy into what we're doing. And if people, if certain players don't buy in, they're going to check out. Uh, and we've seen Jimmy G manage to get the likes of um, Kittle and, and uh, Samuel buy into him. Um, and I just fear that some of our bigger name players will, will check out if we don't, if we don't have someone they can buy into at the moment, that's. But equally, as I've said, you know what? I've got them finishing seven and ten at an optimistic push, uh, third in the division. So you know, um, I'm not expecting them to light up the world this year. I think we've got to give a little bit of love to the the Cowboys and the Commanders. Just talking about them mm-hmm. quickly because we've not really mentioned them. The Cowboys last year at this point were on everyone's lips because they were the stars of Hard Knocks. So, you know, everyone was sort of talking about him, talking about their camp and everything like that. This year's been a quiet thing. It came out, I, I was watching some uh, of Shea Sharp and Skip Bayless a couple of hours ago, just warming up myself, trying to get in the podcast zone to see how I feel, you know, getting back into it. And I was watching that uh, uh, Stephen Jones has said that Dax had had a really good camp, one of the best camps he's had. And Shan Sharp put the thing, well, a doctor doesn't come out of surgery and go, phew. Well, that weren't a great surgery, was it? Even though it went where, you know, even though the person got so you don't go and go, oh yeah, Dak's having a terrible camp. Like it, it seems like they're they're stringing along the same sort of stories of, of every year of the Cowboys going, yeah, everything's great here, everything's really good. Zeke's looking great, Dak's looking sharp, defense is looking good. In reality, they lost Amari Cooper, like Gareth said earlier. Cedric Wilson's out for a while. Yeah. Michael Gallup isn't back into the few games they are. They lost, they lost, though Michael Parsons is, is their defense, it feels like. They lost people like Randy Gregory, who played a massive part last year for them. I don't think, I think it was understated how much of a part he did play for that defense. They've not brought that much in. A lot of people have said to me, but they were like, yeah, Amari Cooper going's fine, completely fine. I don't think people give Amari enough Cooper, Amari enough Cooper, Amari Cooper, I told you things would go wrong on this podcast, Amari <laughs> enough credit, I mean, mm-hmm. Adam, when when I'm talking about these players being there, I mean, have the Cowboys really grown this offseason or really, is it more regression really from them? Yeah, I think they have regressed a little bit, I mean, they just don't really seem to be quite as um, explosive on the offence as what they were last year. I think losing Cooper is going to be a problem, you know, just purely because losing Cooper means that C.D. Lamb gets marked all the time. Um, You know, Michael Gallup, yeah, he's not going to be there for the beginning of the season. So this is a problem. They've got Jalen Tolbert, who they drafted as their number two. Now, there's a lot of talk about him, but at the end of the day, he is a rookie receiver. So there's only going to be so much from him. I think the fact that they lost Collins on the O-line is a big loss for them. Um, you know, he, he went to the Bengals, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a big loss for them. I think that they're going to struggle with that. Um, to me, when I look at this division, and like we were saying, I, I feel like the Cowboys and Eagles are going to swap over. And then I feel like the Giants and the Commanders are going to swap over. You know, that's kind of what I see from the records of last year to this year. So I think it it's kind of, it's just a bit like that. But yeah, when it comes to the Cowboys, I I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's not quite as optimistic as what it was last year. Maybe that is because they're not on hard knocks. You know, maybe that is all it is and there is a bit more there. But it just feels a little bit flat at the moment. And I don't know. I, I just think they're... They're, they're probably, I don't know if they're still the favourites or not to win the division, 
but I is it the Eagles now? I think they're officially still the favourites with the bookies. I thought with last night, so. right? Yeah, um, but you've also even right down to when you look at the the draft, like when they basically drafted what in college was a penalty machine. Mm. In was it Smith? It, it literally, and the excuse they gave why he had so many penalties was because he was too good. <laughs> like what I can't kind of who was that? Who did they draft? It was Smith, wasn't it? it was the Tyler Smith? Yeah, Tyler Smith. Oh, yeah, the O lineman, right? Mm. Yeah, so he was their first round yeah. draft choice, which is very unlike Jerry Jones, to be fair. Like that isn't the kind of that's the kind of thing that drafting some an O lineman is the kind of thing that the Eagles do. Mm. Like they usually splash out on the skills positions, um, but yeah, like a, a player like that who literally was a penalty machine in college, and then the excuse they gave was because he was too good at college, so that's why he gave away so many penalties. Mm-hmm. Just seems an unusual excuse. Um, I'm that good. I felt I need to help the opposition out. No. <laughs> wow. Well. It fit right in at the Cowboys because they were the most penalised team in the league, weren't they? Yeah. You know, didn't they have one game where they had like seventeen penalties on the offensive line or something like that? You know, I think um, you know. Again, we'll talk about that O line. When Dak first got there, they probably had the best O line in the league, didn't they? It's not mm-hmm. the same anymore. Zach Martin's what in his thirties. Smith's in his thirties. I think if Smith gets any form of knock or injury, I think they're done. I think mm. they've they're less talented at wide receiver. You've all mentioned it. You haven't even mentioned they've lost James Washington as well. So it's C D Lamb and then your next receiver is probably Noah Brown of any knowledgeable. Well, they have they have Dalton Schultz as well, which yeah. he's been on the franchise tag and doesn't seem happy about it. Yeah. I don't think he's um, got proper extension, so so yeah, I just I think they've I think they've regressed. I think that you've you've lost a, a savvy veteran wide receiver in Cooper that knows how to run routes and knows the NFL and's been around a long time, and asked a second year what two year experience wide receiver to go fill his shoes. I think he's still learning. I don't think you can ask put all the weight on his shoulders and say, you know, this is the thing. I know it's the segue into the Eagles, but. The, the thing that the Eagles have got right and the, the reason they're going to be the best team in this league is they've got depth at wide receiver. They've got depth at O-line. They've got depth at running back. You know, that really, really helps because there's going to be injuries during the season. The Giants haven't got depth and the Cowboys haven't got depth. So a couple of injuries and they're going to tail off. And bad O-line means no run game, which means Dak is not going to be Dak. So, yeah, I think they're going to regress. But I even think that when you look at Zeke, I'm not, I'll be honest, I think he hasn't progressed to the player that, that was they paid that money for. Yeah. Like, there was points last year, he was their second best running back. It's like, why are you paying him all that money when there's actually a better guy on the field right now? Um, and and as, I said, as mentioned, like their O-line isn't as good as what it was. And that's why I said that, to be fair, as much as they did take an O-line, person in the draft it did feel still very on Jerry Jones like mm. because he likes the flash the flair not necessarily the trenches which has always been what we spent a lot of our time and general capital on um and but as you say we've done that quite well our o-line is probably if not the best one of the top five in the league uh look at some of the players that have come out of really nowhere look at Jordan Mylata who was a very late draft pick. He was turned into an absolute beast. 
but because would you want to try and get past that bloke? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's an absolute monster. We've obviously further strengthened by adding Jurgens into into the lineup as well, which feels a little bit like we're getting ready for the eventuality that Kelsey will sadly retire. Um, I know we we paid him in kegs of beer this year to get him back, I think was what the <laughs> official wording was. Um, Kelsey scouted and picked Jurgens as well, didn't he? Yeah, it was his, he picked, in fact, picked his air in effect. And we've done that. We did that, I think, in both our O-line and our D-line this year. Fletcher uh, Cox definitely had a hand in Jordan Davis. Definitely. And because he's an absolute monster, he actually... Have you seen the clip of him basically running through Jürgens, basically? <laughs> no, <I haven't laughs> he, he looks a, a very scary bloke to be trying to stop. <laughs> he looks an absolute nightmare. Um, so I think that that's where we are the strongest side, as mentioned think both sides of the ball, I think we're the strongest. So if we don't win the division, something's gone wrong this year. And that could potentially be down to what I call naive play calling a little bit. Mm. Um, I still still not 100% sold on the coach. I'm not going to lie. There, were, there was points last year where he literally just, once he discovered we could run the ball, that was basically the game. Yeah. It was like, we could run the ball. Mm. We're, we're four and three. We're just going to run it. <laughs> but we're on our own we're in our own half yeah we'll run it anyway uh, they won't suspect this uh, <laughs> and that's I think that may be our the only reason if we don't win it would be due to naive play calling and obviously we've got to give it just a moment of love for the commanders because yeah we've talked about that quarterback but we still always forget recency bias two seasons ago this defence was hot young ready to Crazy. go I mean do they turn it around this year, Gareth? Is, uh, is Rivera getting that? You know, can this be a little bit of flip year for them? They really, really underperformed last year. They were well, that's not the thing. They we obviously talk about, obviously, I've just mentioned about our head coach being a bit naive at points. Mm-hmm. You've got Rivera there at the Commanders, who is a wily old coach who's been around for a while, who knows how to get a team playing. He can work wonders with, in effect, relative in effect, lower-graded players. Mm. Um, bearing in mind that a few years ago, as you say, that 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 D-line was a monster. It was a nightmare to deal with. Whereas, I still don't think they will be there, but I, I, as much as everyone else seems to put them in fourth place in the division, I've still got them in third in the division. Sorry, um, Andy, I've still got the Giants as... Oh. Sorry, Last. Cowboys. Oh, uh, oh no, <laughs> oh, no this, I, I, it's one of them. As much as I hate the Cowboys overall, they're the team that I still think is our main threat in the division. Mm-hmm. They've got too much still there in the likes of. I really rate Dak. Um, I think not just because I've had him in fantasy football, which is probably bad for me being an Eagles fan having him as mm-hmm. a QB of mine. But do you know what? He gets me a lot of points. Um, and that's what all fantasy is about, really. Allegiance means nothing in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the commands themselves, I think I think they'll be better than what people think. But their biggest problem, as I said, is going to be the QB situation. Mm-hmm. I think that they've still got some good wide receivers there. It's not like they're short on that. They've probably got one of second and third best in the NFC East in Terry McLaurin. I think he's probably one of the best wide receivers in 
in the division. Um, one of the best wide receivers in football, I, I think. In my exactly. Opinion. So the only problem he's going to have is is him not being basically double teams everywhere he goes. Mm. Um, but if they can free him up, that man can make plays, and he is a star. So we've got we've got Gareth's division. It's the Eagles at the top, obviously. Cowboys in second. The Commanders in third, the Giants in fourth. Andrew, quickly, what's your division? What has it all going to end for you? I've got it. Eagles topping it. Cowboys second. I've got Giants third and Washington fourth. But they could easily both be six and eleven. Uh, I think they're they're of an even stature. I think there's a lot going on in uh, at the Commanders. I think they're a messy organisation. I think they're really chaotic. I think they've got a lot going on behind the scenes that might affect them on the field. And they're just, yeah, I just not, I'm not sure whether Wentz can, can pull them through. So, and who knows what's, what's going on with uh, Gibson. I thought he was great, but apparently he's, um, he's doing punt returning now. That's interesting. Adam, you've got, I mean, you're going to probably put the uh, cat amongst the pigeons here with these two, maybe, but uh, I, I feel like you're probably going to go around the same as, as what Gareth said. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of pretty much the same as Andrew, to be honest. I, I, I think Washington and the Giants, I think they're very similar in, in mm. where they get, like, record-wise. Um, I, I, yeah, I think the Eagles will win. I think the Cowboys will come second. But um, when it comes to the Commanders, I, I don't know. They're, they're a very sort of meh team. There's, there's <laughs> not a lot there that's going to get you excited. I mean... You know, we were a couple of years ago excited about the defence, but, you know, they're two years older now. So that young, hot defence isn't quite as young as what it was. Mm. Um, Gibson keeps fumbling. I do like um, the draft, the, the running back they drafted, uh, Robinson. I think he looks mm. decent. But, you know, you look at it, Chase Young still on the part. Uh, Logan Thomas, a tight end, is still on the part. Is he injured at the moment, though, isn't he? Isn't Thomas so, injured at the moment? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I, I don't, you know, there's nothing there. There's nothing to kind of get you excited about it. So unfortunately, I think they're just going to kind of be one of them teams that, you know, like we say, six wins, maybe seven at a push, but it's a, it feels like a push. Um, yeah, I, I think both, I think Washington are, are going to struggle and, um, there's not a lot of bright lights there, I'm afraid. Mm. Yeah, it does feel like the NFC East has two teams that are uh, just making the 32, you know, keeping the NFL at 32 teams rather than, you know, really getting in the competition there, I suppose. But it's going to be very interesting for the Giants next season, you know, potentially new quarterback on the way, maybe in the draft. Same with the Commanders, really. They could be looking at that as well. Eagles, for me, top in the vision. Uh, Cowboys, I don't think McMoon stated that, they do seem to eke out games sometimes, but I just don't see the talent there. I just don't see the talent there to be able to, to override. I think they've, they've, I've really enjoyed the Eagles off-season moves and um, I'm definitely, definitely still sticking by. We never should have took Chase Claypool. We should have taken Jalen Hurts. I've said it since the draft that night. We should have took him. Anyway, let's see. go on to the AFC side of the ball. Let's talk about the AFC East. Stronghold of the Buffalo Bills was the stronghold for the New England Patriots for years and years and years. But that era is ended and the Bills era has begun. But slowly behind them, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets, they may be getting in with an answer this year to the problem that has been the Buffalo Bills in this division. 
Very, very tough team, Andrew. Very, very tough team. I mean, they 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 are stamped as AFC Championship team caliber already. Um, we'll start with the Bills. A very close friend of ours, Byron, who probably be on fantasy shows. A big Bills fan. I'm going to see the Buffalo Bills this year in Miami against the Dolphins. So I'm even seeing a divisional nice. game for these guys this year. Um, I mean, they're AFC Championship bound. The Bills aren't they? They are just that good. Josh Allen is just that good, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, they've got a great team. I, I, I'm struggling to look at uh, their schedule and see where their losses are coming from, mm-hmm. if there is any. I think I've got them at the minute. I've got them losing two games. I think there's probably another, maybe one in there. But the, mm-hmm. I think the Bills are always a good shout to say, yeah, that they've, they're pre-season before you can say they're a good shout for the Super Bowl. Uh, I think Josh Allen's probably the most exciting quarterback to watch at the moment for me anyway. Uh, can throw the ball. He's RB1. I think they've got some really, really good youngsters on that defense, um, and they've, I think James Cook uh, helps uh, Josh Allen. I think he's going to be a really, really good addition for him, dumping the ball off to him if he needs to. Uh, and it's something they haven't had before on offense. Um, Chemistry is good with Diggs, so yeah, I, I can't see anybody in that division contesting with the Bills. I think the 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 competition behind them with the the Dolphins and the Pats will be a good fight, but. Um, Bills for me is the standout one in there. Yeah, the Bills have certainly. They're just a team that always delivers, it feels like, at the minute. And there's people who still doubt Josh Allen, I think. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get how you can doubt this guy. He's just such a magician with the ball in hand, even even running as well. He's just fantastic. And Adam, when we look at the Miami Dolphins, I mean, they were around, they were centered around one of the biggest moves of this summer with bringing yeah. Tyreek Hill, giving him a mega, mega contract as well. Throwing all the chips in with Tua, new coach in the building as well. A couple of moves there for Miami as well, as well as Tyreek Hill. But I mean, they've got one of the, best, the one of or the best receiver in football now over there. Kansas are going to be hurt without him, and will Miami benefit having him? Are they going to be able to utilize him properly like they did in Kansas? Well, they've got one of the best receivers if Tua can get him the ball. I mean, that's well, yeah. that's going to be the <laughs> thing, isn't it? <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. The, I don't know the Dolphins. I'm not. I'm not overly sold on it. I think they will do, I think they'll do okay. I think they'll probably do roughly about what they did last year, maybe a little bit better. Um, I think they, they had a very poor O-line last year, like very poor. And that was something that they really needed to improve. So I think Armstead coming in is a, is a good thing. I do like Chase Edmonds there. I think it, it works for the type of scheme that they want to play. So I think that that's certainly something. Um, but yeah, type, I think the thing with Hill is I think he'll open up Waddle more, to be mm-hmm. honest. I, I think that's more what's going to happen. I, I don't necessarily think that Hill's going to be amazing and certainly not hit the numbers that he was hitting in Kansas City anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like Waddle is going to maybe see a bit more because of that, they're going to Mark Hill first. He's the main guy. Um, so that's who the defence on the teams are going to be worried about. But, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Obviously, there's been a lot of, quite a bit of turmoil there with everything that's gone on. So, you know, it, Mike McDaniels kind of knows that he's not the first choice because uh, they wanted Peyton in there and... You know, they've lost their first round pick for next year and it, it all has an effect. So you just sort of wonder whether or not that's going to gonna have a have a cause problems for them. But um, 
I think they're I think they'll pretty much be the same as last year, to be honest. Just maybe slightly better. I, I see them flipping with the Patriots, to be honest. Flipping the Patriots. Well, Gav, we can talk about the Patriots with you. I mean, we were all at nervous when Mac Jones came in. He did that swagger on the night of the draft, and it was like, is this guy going to be good? Because he just felt like a normal sort of it, it didn't seem like he was anything special, but he turned up in New England last year. They had a new look sort of offense. They brought some guys in, really not made any moves this year. I mean, lost probably the best piece they have on defense in JC Jackson. Is this feeling like the end of the Bill era? I mean, we say it every year, it feels like, but is this is this coming towards a demise? Because I don't feel like there's strength in this year. It's just a bit more of the same. Well, didn't they take Parker on this year? Didn't they bring in Parker? Devontae Parker. Wide receiver. Yeah. So I think he he's not exactly a bad option to be throwing mm-hmm. to for Jones. I quite like the wide receiver they took. Was it Thornton in the second round? I think he will do a good job for them. I think the difference is you've got that wily old boxing Bill Belichick who always seems to know how to win a game. Um, he is just one of these people. Their defence will is usually strong, and I can imagine it'll be strong again again this year. I think they're just one of these teams that you just don't know what you're going to get out of them, which is probably how the Patriots are probably like it this year. Um, because if they can go on and have a winning season this year, I think that'll be a success for them. Mm. Personally, if they had a winning record this year, it'll be a good year for them. Um, but knowing Bill Belichick, he will be wanting to go all the way somehow. Uh, <laughs> it's just the way he thinks. Mm. But I don't think you can ever count them out. That's the thing that I will say about the Patriots. Like They're one of those teams that will somehow probably beat the Bills. Mm. They will probably literally beat the Bills and everyone will be like, how's that happened? <clears throat> it's just because of some of the play calling. I think, obviously, McDaniels going is probably going to be a bit of a, a loss as well in relation to how that offence ran because he obviously was... How long well, was he there in total under Belichick? How many oh, years was it in total? I don't know, because then he left... Long time. <laughs> he left for a bit, and then he was going to go to the Colts and didn't go to the Colts. So I'm not really sure how long in total. So bearing in mind, that's going to be a big loss, because how much of the creative mm. plays was down to him and how much was down to, to Bill. And particularly bearing in mind, like, Mac Jones being a young quarterback, you could sometimes do with the experienced coach with you to guide you in that sense but then you can't get anyone more experienced than Bill Belichick I suppose hmm. um, but for me I think they're a team that you just don't know what you're going to get out of them this year they could have a winning record and yet they could also be as you say could be the end of the Bill Belichick era but you just don't know what you're going to get I think with them and then we've got to move on to I mean my yes, favourite yes, team yes, of the year yes, right yes, my joint favourite team of the off-season because I, I'm an underdog sort of guy, you know. I'm an underdog sort of guy. I'm loving hard knocks with the Detroit Lions. We're going to have a great time talking about them on the NFC North episode. But J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 that's correct. Won the draft. Source Gardner, Jermaine Johnson. Can't remember the other guy's name, but they're all really good. Tell me I'm wrong. It's, it's just a good thing that... Buffalo's technically in the, is in the state of New York, so that New York have a good <laughs> franchise in the in in the place. That's all I'm saying. Um, they will improve; they'll be better than last year. But is that much of an achievement to be better than last year? 
Um, are they going to have a winning record? No, can't see that happening. Will they be like, as Andy said, in relation to the Giants, will six wins be a good year for them? Yeah, I think it would. They'll be better, but they couldn't get much worse. <laughs> I mean, we've got to talk about obviously Zach Wilson's injury. It looks mm. like Andrew, I don't think he's going to be missing any time at all. But getting an injury this early, we, we they might say it's nothing, but this could niggle him all year. I mean, we had it with last year with Baker having a really serious injury for a lot of the last end of the season. And people going, God, it's not the same Baker out there at the minute. I wonder what's up with him. And it turned out he had a really, really, really severe injury, but really hindered him. Do you think this is something that's going to sort of affect Zach Wilson for the for the season? We know, we already feel like he's not the quarterback anyway, but this is almost putting him on the back foot straight away, right? Yeah, and he's, uh, he, he's well known, the way he played in college, for being one of these quarterbacks that likes to just run around until someone's free. You're, mm. you're literally going to get hit in the NFL. Like, so if he's got a niggling injury... And he gets hit a few times. It's only going to make it worse. I mean, for me, leave him in there. I mean, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan. I don't think he's he's all the hype that there is. But, you know, he's got some skills. He's got some talent. And they have provided him with some great weapons in, in that wide receiving core now. I think Garrett Wilson's day one impact there. Garrett Wilson, that's his name. Mate, that's how can you forget him? him? That's You need to be shot. Um <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they. I'd say yeah, they picked out the best players from the draft. They they even got uh, Brees Hall as well. You know, they they put in some nice pieces, but I can't see where their wins are coming from. They've got a really really hard schedule. Mm. They lost Mackay Beckton's out. I know they brought in um, uh, Brown, who will fit in nicely, but he's he's a lot older now. So they're going to struggle on that O line a little bit still. I think. Um, yeah, I, if you look at their schedule. I can't see them winning more than four games. I've, I can't see them winning more than four. So they're not going to be the best team in New York, I don't think. I think they're going to struggle. They're in a tough division. Um, I think if they just look like a better team and make better decisions on the field, that's that's a win for them for the year. So, Adam, what are we saying then? What are we saying? Are the Bills top in this division? What, why do you see this division going and panning out? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's nothing else to say. Yes, the Bills are the top of the division. I feel like no one's matching my energy tonight. We're getting a lot of yeah. We don't yeah. need that. We there's, need some energy on the franchise tag. We need some enthusiasm. What energy do you want from the AFC East? The Bills are the best team by a mile. They yeah. will top the division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the Jets, the like as has been said, if they if they get six wins, they will have done amazingly well. The the defense is still not great. Uh, I think the O-line's improved and that would be good for Brees Hall and Michael Carter and that's about it. Mm -hmm. The the rest of it with the Jets, it's going to be a struggle. They haven't got a lot of easy games. So, yeah, if they get six wins, they have done very, very well. Uh, and, yeah, the Bills, like I said, I think I think the Dolphins and Patriots will flip compared to last year and um, the Bills are just, there's a reason they're favourites to win the whole thing. And um, so, yeah, I, I think they'll probably do it relatively easily. They are easily my pick for the division, like everyone else, I think. But they're also, like a lot of people, they are my AFC champs this year. I just think they are that good, the Bills. I think um, they are literally 
which says a lot for the AFC because the AFC does have quite a lot of good sides there. Um, if we were talking about this being the NFC conversation, it'd be like, so it's the Rams, yeah? Um, but with it, with the AFC, there's that it's that, it's that stack. But I still have the Bills as that good that I would I see them in the Super Bowl this year. And do you think? And, and what? How do you see the rest of the division playing out? I think it literally goes in the order in which we've more or less talked about them. To be honest with you, it's Bills, Dolphins. The only question for Dolphins for me is around Tua. It's mm. the same question we get as Eagles fans in relation to Hurts, but I think Hurts shown a lot more than Tua has so far. Mm. Um, is Tua the guy? If Tua is the guy, then the division will be closer because they haven't half tooled up around him by mm. giving him one of the fastest wide receivers that it's quite hard to overthrow. So, um, will be advantageous. Um, I think that Miami will be second and then Patriots and then finally, I'd say Jets, 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 Jets in their default position. I feel like it's going to be the same old story, Andrew. Yeah, um, i got Bills topping it. I've got Dolphins at second. I've got them 10 and 7. Uh, so similar to last season. Um, they've just got more, they've got more weapons and more pieces. I think no one's talking about Jalen Waddle enough either. I think he's he's the key there. Um, I think he's going to see a lot of the ball. Um, it got Patriots at eight and nine, and then the Jets four and three at the bottom. So yeah, so a bit similar story uh, from everyone else for that division. Uh, how yeah. have you got it, Fred? I have got the Bills winning the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I I have not been silent about it, even though I'm a Steelers fan and the FC side of it. I've not been silent about how I feel about the Bills. The Bills, I just think, are so electric to watch. They're so much fun. I really love the city. I really love the fans, the energy. I think they really like deserve it now because they've been close the last few years. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know whether they've got a dynasty, so to speak, in the in Buffalo either. I think they've got a very an elite quarterback, but I think it will tail off a little bit with some of their players unless they reject because they don't seem to be getting that many people like younger guys in. They seem to be filling the gaps a bit to go for this push. Whereas, like, I think I don't, I don't know. I I feel like it might tail off at some point with the, with the Bills, but I don't. That's why I want it now for them because I think they're at their best now. Um, They've done all the right things to get there and they really thoroughly do deserve it because they've been the team that's been there just so many times and not won it. Alongside another NFC team that plays in cold weather as well. But we'll leave that for the NFC North show, I'm sure. Um, But it's been great to be back. I I, I mean, Buffalo, sorry, I must finish my division. Buffalo, and then I'd say... I'm going to go Patriots just because I don't think you should ever count out the Patriots in a way. They, they, like Gareth said, they find a way of winning. Dolphins, I'm not sure if Tua is the guy. New coach, it might not all work out. And the Jets I have got at the bottom as well. It's building with the Jets. It's building. We'll just see. We'll, we'll have to see what happens with them. Um, but it's been great to be back. Thank you, everyone, for watching with us tonight. Um, make sure you check out one of our new partners, which is the Off Grid uh, website. Off Grid, they are a great bunch of guys over there. All articles on there 
really interesting, fascinating articles that they've had all summer and they'll be doing loads in the season. Uh, owner of that, Johnny, he has been chatting with us. He's going to be on a couple of our pods this year and hopefully we're going to be doing a couple of stuff with Off Grid as well, whether it be articles, interviews. We're going to have a really great partnership moving forward and I really enjoy the guys over there. Make sure you go check them out on uh, social media, on their website, Off Grid. Also, coming to you next weekend, Bank Holiday Sunday, it's going to be us live for a load of hours. It might be two hours. It might be five hours. I don't know. We might be we might be normal. We might be drunk. We might be loads of us. There might be just two of us. I don't know because it is the fantasy football draft. It is the Franchise Tag Fantasy Football League, the show that we ran all of last year, graciously by Andrew, who did a fantastic job with Adam and all the guests who are in the league as well. We're going to be doing the draft live from our main man, old man Trev, we are going to be doing it from his conservatory, I can imagine. And we're going to have me on, Andrew on, Adam on, other guys that are in the league. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be a long show. Pop in, pop out. There might be a few beers. There might be a little bit of, you know, craziness. But it's going to be a lot of fun. You can critique because you can watch our whole draft live. Make sure you ask us questions as well on the night. But we'll hype that all up for you. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to bring in all of these episodes with the divisions going forward. And then we'll be kicking off. For the NFL, boy, it's been a long summer and it'll be starting all again very soon. We'll see you soon. Cheers.